always serving a fresh cup of daily inspiration, Deanna Hobbs. Today's inspiration is to assure you that change is coming. No matter how long you've been in the condition that you're currently in, God certainly has a plan to deliver you. It won't be like this always. In the meantime, today's cup of inspiration is going to encourage and inspire you to hang on in there expecting a shift to come in due season. Welcome to this, your Thursday, March 29th, 2018 edition of your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast. My name is Deanna Hobbs, founder of Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that distributes free resources all around the world to help you grow in your faith and become everything God has destined you to be. I bring you greetings live from Empowering Everyday Women Ministries studios in the city of Buffalo, New York. It is a rainy 45 four degree morning here in the Queen City, but this is the day that the Lord has made sun or rain. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Every podcast you hear is available to you as a free resource. Take advantage of that. Make sure you stream, download it on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher.com, Player.fm, Your Daily Cup of Inspiration.com, and also on YouTube under my name, Deanna Hobbs, D-I-A-N-N-A-H-O-B-B-S. When you click on that red subscribe button, and turn on your notifications every time a podcast is uploaded. You'll be among the first to know. We're going to get into today's word, but first a prayer. God, our Father, we love you and we thank you. We bless your name. Thank you for allowing this individual to press play on this podcast for you have a word for them. Somebody listening is going through something difficult right now and they need that assurance that you will fulfill your word and that you do all things well. So word my mouth today, God, Give me strength for this ministry assignment. We thank you now in Jesus' name. Amen. Daily Cut family, I have these pink artificial flowers that I keep because they hold special meaning. They were given to me in January of 2014 in Charlotte, North Carolina, after I finished ministering at a three-night revival. There was this sweet 10-year-old girl named Amanda. She walked up to me after service with her mom and shared an amazing testimony. She had a stroke at age four, and the doctors were convinced that she would not live. They said it was inevitable that she wouldn't make it out of that health battle, and statistically, the odds were against her. Each of Amanda's nine friends, all with the same medical condition, died at the exact hospital where she was being treated. And I welled up in the sanctuary just thinking about how this precious child had to live through the loss of every single one of her peers, one by one. And her mother told me it was very, very hard. I can't even imagine how difficult that must have been. It seemed inevitable that little Amanda would be next in line. But God said, Not so. He spared her life. Amanda told me that hearing about the near-death experience I had in 2011, which I actually talk about in my new book, God Did It, which is currently available on Amazon.com. Get a copy. But she told me that that testimony let her know that the Lord has a reason for allowing her to remain alive. She was inspired by my testimony that he can turn your pain into purpose. And at that moment, she handed me those pink flowers, a simple yet 
that profoundly meaningful gesture. Amanda offered that small gift she had from a genuine place. I was deeply moved and impacted, which is why I'm still talking about it four years later. Those flowers remind me that God will take your pain, as I said, and turn it into purpose. At the time, Amanda and her mom in particular did not get why things weren't changing. Why was the storm going on for so long? Why did God allow this season of trial and heartache and sickness to drag along? But he had a purpose. Just as he used my health battle then and the most recent one I went through that I talk about in God Did It, he did it for his glory. It was hard, but I made it. You're going to make it too. Have you had those moments when you've wondered, God, when is my shift going to come? Being patient is very difficult when it appears that things won't work out. Don't you give up hope. It is not too late for a shift. Change is coming. I'm reminded of a Sunday school lesson I taught at church based on Genesis 15. And in that chapter, God made Abraham a promise that his seed would be as numerous as the stars in the sky. He assured Abraham of this even before he had any children at all. At the time when God sent this prophetic word to Abraham, his heir apparent was his servant, Eleazar of Damascus. Now, how was it that his offspring would be too numerous to count during that season that the word of the Lord came forth? Abraham's circumstances in no way lined up with what God promised him about his future. There was a woman who left me a comment on a recent blog and she asked me something to the effect of, how do I keep believing when everything that I see goes against the word of God that I'm hearing? I'm hearing confirmation after confirmation that a turnaround is coming but my circumstances and my situations don't reflect that. I essentially told her, you keep on believing because the word of God is greater than your circumstances. If he said it, he will perform it. If he promised it, he will do it. If it is from him, it shall, not maybe, it shall come to pass. Think about yourself for a moment. How often does God tell you to believe no matter what it looks like? I can recall many, many times in my own life that God has challenged me this way. It is not easy when I was sick, it wasn't easy, but every time, unequivocally, he proves himself faithful. What impresses me about Abraham is that he chose to believe with no corroborating evidence. Unlike us, Abraham didn't have 66 books of the Bible handy to give him lots of written examples of all the ways God honors his promises. Nevertheless, Genesis 15 and 6 in the New International Version says, Abram believed the Lord and he cried credited to him as righteousness. And we know that Abram was his name before it was changed to Abraham. But the Bible is telling us that he believed God anyway. And because it's Holy Week, this scripture excites me. We're preparing for Resurrection Sunday. And we know that Abraham believed God anyway, setting the foundation for the work of the cross. Obtaining righteousness by faith, not works, is what the teaching of grace is built upon. Jesus Christ saves us not because of anything we have done, but simply because we believe in the completed work of Christ. Isn't that good news? 
in Genesis, despite the implausibility of the promise God made, Abraham chose to put his confidence in God's word. This is what is expected of us too. Abraham was 75 when God told him to leave his country. He was 100 when he welcomed his rightful heir. 25 years is a long time to wait for manifestation, I know, but it goes to show us that the things we're believing for don't always come as quickly as we want them to. Yet the truth remains that the word of the Lord stands forever. He can be trusted to keep his promises. As Paul says in a portion of Hebrews 6 and 18, we must remember, and I'm quoting the scripture, it is impossible for God to lie. If God says it, it is going to happen. Change has got to come. I don't know what you're believing for today, but as long as it falls into alignment with the will, plan, and purpose of God, you can be sure it will come to pass. Stand on the truth of 1 Peter 5.10 that says, After you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you into his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. Change is coming. Delay is not denial. Your shift will come. Just you wait and see. God's hand is on your life. He knows your situation. He sees every tear and cares about the load you carry. Abraham waited those 25 years and yet God's word did not fail him. Neither will it fail you. The Lord won't let you down. Believe only. Through the tears, believe. Through heartbreak, believe. Through sickness, believe. Through pain, believe. Through stress, believe. Through lack, believe. God is faithful to perform his word. Hang in there. Don't forget that our hope is in Christ our Savior who has granted us salvation by grace through faith. To help you fully put your trust in him, I'm stirring the words of Hebrews 6, 19 in the New International Version right into your cup of inspiration. And it says, we have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. As you drink down the contents of your cup, rejoice in knowing our faithful God loves to show up for you and bless you immeasurably. That hope is what anchors your soul. No matter what you're going through, your soul is anchored in God's word. No matter how hard it gets, your soul is anchored. No matter how tough the road and the journey, your soul is anchored. Knowing that this trial is temporary, but God's word is eternal change is coming. Now let's pray. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. They're facing some obstacles that seem insurmountable. They don't know when the breakthrough will manifest, but they're standing on your promises today, believing that you will bless them according to your will. And so by faith, God, we touch and agree. We connect our faith and we declare that it is already done and we will see your word manifest. We thank you in advance. In Jesus name, your perfect purpose will prevail. Amen. Your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we help fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to www.deannahobbs.com. 